Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Welcome. It's so wonderful to reconnect with you all. I'm very, very excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking all about procrastination, how we can determine if we're actually procrastinating or maybe it's something else, and ways to kind of work with procrastination for the long haul. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to say a very, very big thank you to everyone who helps spread the word about Art Witch. It's so exciting after less than a week of having this podcast launched that there are people from around the world who are listening and all sorts of new folks who are connecting to this work. So thank you so much for spreading the word. And if you haven't had a chance to subscribe, please go ahead and click the button on whatever platform you're on and you can stay updated on all the latest episodes. So let's go ahead and dive in. Procrastination has been a topic that I have been dealing with my entire life. It's something that I dealt with as a child. I kind of have seen it in academic spheres for myself, seen it in creative work, seen it in college, seen it in my actual jobs. It's just kind of something that I've dealt with a lot. And so today's episode is going to feature a lot of my experiences with procrastination and what I've learned. And I want you to just remember that anything that I share, if it resonates, awesome. If it doesn't, also awesome. Just kind of be gentle with yourself and take what works and leave the rest behind. So Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines procrastination as to put off intentionally or habitually. If you're an artist, chances are you've struggled with procrastination on some level. And I know it can be such a guilt-ridden topic for so many folks. Like, if you're procrastinating, you're making this choice that's either really negatively impacting yourself or negatively impacting a project or others. And so there's just a lot of feelings that come with procrastination. And if we're going to bring our art into the world and we're going to kind of start talking about sustainable art making and how we can do this for the long run, then procrastination is something that's eventually going to kind of come up and it needs to be addressed in a holistic way. So before even really embarking on whether or not you're procrastinating or how to deal with it, I actually want to preface this conversation with some really important considerations and some filters that are often applied to the conversation around procrastinating. 
The first consideration that I feel like just needs to be brought up is your natural creative flow. I very briefly touched upon this in the first episode when I talked about making art by the moon and my process of kind of working with the moon as a way to create in a kinder way for myself. But it's good to recognize that each person has their own flow at different times in their life with creating, a different relationship with creating. So maybe sometimes you feel like you have intense periods of creative output and you have a lot of energy and maybe there are just total dry spells where you don't create anything and you don't really feel like it. That's really, really going to inform whether or not you view something as procrastinating or if it's actually just your innate tendencies around creating. The other thing that is really important about this creative flow is actually whether or not your approach to planning your creative goals and your creative work is aligned with that flow. So if you're applying a very linear approach to planning your work and really your creative flow is much more intuitive and much more spiralic, then that might feel like they're at odds and that can lead to procrastination. So just putting that out there at the start. The other thing I want to talk about is is it procrastination or is it actually (laughs) self-care? Because I hear people use the word procrastination a lot and they're like, why am I procrastinating? And I'm like, it sounds like you're actually just tired. (laughs) And it's really, really, really easy to apply that term and label yourself as a procrastinator when maybe your body knows that it needs rest. Maybe your body is prioritizing you taking time to relax and the body is always honest and is always true. It's going to give you the most uh, up-to-date, current, and clearest information about where you are. So if your body is asking you to take a break from working then your procrastination isn't really procrastination. It's actually you maybe taking care of yourself. The other thing that rarely gets talked about with regards to procrastinating is your relationship with time. So I have had many experiences in my life where divine timing was very, very important. It was just a key pivotal moment for me and getting an invitation and stepping into that invitation at the right time and really intuiting that was a huge part of the magic of what I was doing. And I've seen this play out for me many, many different times in my life and the guidance coming in in really key ways. And I've come to kind of understand that time is a very magical medium for me. This might not be the case for you, but I'd like you to consider moments in your life where you kind of intuitively knew when to do something or when not to, 
or you just acted on guidance that came through and you took a step in the right moment, I think that that is a really huge part of addressing procrastination because perhaps your relationship with time and your time magic might actually be informing your flow, your output, what you create and how often you create and when you create things. So just consider that for a second while we dive into this topic. The last thing that I feel like I really wish people would bring up when they talk about procrastination, when you see these memes or these articles or things like that, is systemic factors. We're talking about how much access you have to support and resources to make your art. If you are holding down several jobs and trying to also make your art in, you know, and those jobs are in unrelated fields to your artwork, it's going to be probably a challenge to be able to regularly put out your work or to feel like you have enough energy or enough resources to buy the materials or learn the skills that are involved in your artwork. I say this from deep, deep experience, and it's something that just doesn't get brought up in these cursory, you know, five things you can do to stop procrastinating right now kind of articles. And frankly, I feel like that just does a huge disservice to a very large portion of the population. So many of us are trying to make our artwork and are juggling quite a bit of other obligations. So it's really key to step out of this kind of guilt matrix around procrastination and just recognize that some things are out of our control and we are doing the best that we can and that's okay. Like that's better than okay. Anything that you're doing, anything that you're dreaming of or anything that you're trying and any effort that you've made thus far or want to make All of that stuff is beautiful and should be held with respect and with reverence before going and saying, geez, I don't work hard enough on this thing or I'm just, you know, I'm avoiding it or I'm I'm in this pattern of just not doing the work. And I just want to encourage you to kind of give yourself a little bit of love and a little bit of room before going down that kind of hyper analytical path around your work. Those are just some of my, like, before we get into procrastination topics. I know that was a lot, but I think that those are super, super key, right? And being able to have a a healthy and constructive conversation about procrastination. So let's talk about determining if it's indeed procrastination or not. I found that procrastination is a pattern a patterned response that I have to certain feelings and certain situations that is habitual, that has come up more than once. So here are some kind of accompanying little indicators that help me kind of notice when I am actually procrastinating. The first one is that it's usually associated with some sort of impasse in my work or in what I'm trying to get out there in the world. I come to a fork in the road basically, and 
I feel a wall in my mind where I can't really understand how to move forward. And I usually then go and pick up a book or watch a show on Netflix or something. And it's not because I'm intentionally doing this. This is actually just a kind of almost unconscious response, though now it's become a little bit more noticeable for me and I can see when I'm doing this. But for the most part, I just kind of am like flocking towards, you know, my books or I'm like, let me go play with my tarot decks (laughs) for for a long while. And so usually an impasse is part of procrastinating for me. Another thing that happens with me is that I notice that I'm having a lot of limiting thoughts about myself and beliefs that are just playing on repeat over and over and over in my mind. So an example of this is I'll be like, oh, you know, I just, I don't think I'm the person to do this. I don't really know how to do this. There's no, you know, I don't see a clear way forward. That's getting back into that impasse kind of thing. I... I'm struggling to see myself as being enough or being capable or being skilled or having the access to resources to be able to make a decision on this situation or move forward on this work. And so when I can't really uh, conceptualize that in my mind, I often just end up kind of turning away from the work altogether. And what I'm really turning away from is not the work itself, but I've noticed it's actually the feelings that I have that accompany this kind of situation. So this is the third thing that kind of comes up and helps me know when I'm procrastinating. It's usually accompanied by some very heavy feelings, feelings of self-doubt, feelings of just lack of confidence or Maybe I'm dealing with a lot of overwhelm or worry. And this kind of gets to be really heavy. It gets to be really burdensome for me. And actually what I feel like I'm avoiding when I'm procrastinating is actually the feelings themselves. It's not the work. It's not even the taking of risks or doing something that is unknown. But it's actually these really intense feelings that come up for me that I just don't feel like I can, I can barely manage sitting with them. And so it becomes this jumble of limiting thoughts, of, you know, kind of just negative self-talk and these feelings that come together. And it just gets to be so much that I can't really feel like I can take any kind of action on things. Which brings me to my next point, the next kind of factor that I've noticed comes into play with procrastination. And that is perfectionism. Oh my gosh. I could write a whole book on perfectionism and living with perfectionism because I actually struggle so hard with perfectionism and it's uh, been a really big limiting factor for me over the years and I'll probably do several episodes about perfectionism during the course of this podcast. But suffice to say that my tendencies around where I think I need to be in order to do things that I love and dream of and the worlds that I want to create, 
my beliefs about that, those perfectionistic ideals are often the things that I can't quite reconcile in my mind. And so really what happens is these thoughts, these limiting beliefs about where I think I am and then these ideals of where I think I should be are essentially at odds. And it creates such a deep cognitive dissonance for myself that I can't take action. I literally can't move forward because I haven't gotten to a place where I've I've kind of let them exist in the same reality, <laughs> so to speak. Stay with me here. I know this is kind of like getting into some, some serious-ish here, but it's like I have this picture of myself, these limiting ideas about myself, and then I have the belief of where I think I need to be. And they're not existing in reality together yet. They're not here on the same plane yet. And so when I am procrastinating, I often notice it's just this period of time that needs to go by almost for me to be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm ready. Like, that's not true. (laughs) And something, some myth buster comes along in my life, you know, some situation or some really kind word from a stranger or something something happens in my life and I end up recognizing that one, those limiting beliefs aren't that true or true at all. And two, those ideals are also not true. So things that I'm really holding on to are basically not necessary. And through the course of procrastinating, often enough time goes by that I'm like, okay, you know, I guess I can move forward on this thing. So those are some ways that I personally see, um, those are some, I guess, shapes and forms of procrastination or some accompanying kind of experiences that happen when I'm procrastinating. Procrastination kind of in the larger framework of our creative flow is not really a core issue. And I think that this is really uh, maybe the most important thing that I share with you today on this episode, that procrastination is actually a byproduct, a side effect, um, a symptom of something else going on. So the idea that we have to get rid of procrastination or do something about procrastination is pretty flawed. It's a lot like, you know, taking a look at the symptoms of a cold and just addressing the symptoms of a cold, but not addressing the fact that maybe your immune system isn't so great right now and it needs some support, you know, and needs some rebalancing. It's akin to that kind of approach. If we're just trying to deal with procrastination, you're really not dealing with maybe the deeper issues that lead to um, creative burnout or you know, a lack of sustainability in your workflow or putting yourself habitually in a situation where you aren't really aligned with the timing. And that's really important to me because I want to be making art for the rest of my life. And I feel like it's part of my well-being. It's part of my, um, my soul's health is to be expressing myself fully and 
consistently throughout my life. So these ideas of like deadlines and all that stuff, that's very, very temporary and extremely short term. You know, that's a blip in the timeline of your creative life. So it's nice to kind of think about this issue as what's it actually connected to on a deeper level and maybe becoming aware of those deeper core issues will kind of help procrastination naturally get released and naturally kind of dissipate. And I actually have found that to be the case for myself. But over the course of my time with procrastination, I have been able to kind of heal my relationship with my creativity, get to know how I flow with things, and also that I procrastinate so much less than I ever did before. And I also recognize those patterns a lot more in my life. And I can kind of just be mindful of them. I don't actually do anything about procrastination, truthfully. I don't go and say like, here are the five things that I do. I have been addressing certain core issues around that topic for a long time. And I've been kind of approaching it from many angles and I think over the course of a decade or so that has fizzled out more and more and more. If procrastination is a side effect and not the actual issue itself then we don't really have to remove it or treat it or do something about it specifically. Instead I just want to offer some ways to work with procrastination for the long haul, for the sustainable duration of your creative journey. So the first suggestion I have is to start to become aware of your creative rhythms. When do you like to create? How often? Is it a steady flow or do you have rushes of creative output or long dry spells? There's really no right or wrong way to create, but it's important to start to notice how you create, what's your flow. And I think this is going to help you because as you develop that baseline awareness of your innate creative tendencies, it becomes kind of a litmus, a truth teller for you. Okay, here's my normal flow. And then geez, here's a moment where I'm like really, really departing from that flow. What's going on? What's happening with me? It can give you so much information. So I'm not going to say go track it, you know, try to put that in your planner every five seconds, because honestly, that doesn't really work for me. It kind of overwhelms me and triggers my anxiety a lot (laughs) and also flips a switch to my perfectionism. Instead, I'm just going to offer You loosely look back at times when you've made things, uh, times where you felt like you really put out a lot of work or you did something and just start to notice what followed that, what uh, came before that. And then you can kind of get a sense over many, many projects. Oh, great. I see that I have a tendency to create a lot and then maybe withdraw for a long period of time. Or maybe you are just very consistent and you create constantly. 
The other thing that I'd like to encourage folks to do is to kind of start developing some acceptance. This is something that everyone on some level is dealing with. At some point in time, people have procrastinated. Maybe it hasn't looked like the next person's, but procrastination is a pretty common phenomenon for most of us, especially artists. So if it's this common response, it kind of takes the emotional charge out of it. It takes the guilt, it takes the shame, it takes the idea that our worth is associated with our timely productivity. Um, you know, many of us are living in a capitalist society and it's really important to divest ourselves of those notions right off the bat and to recognize that acceptance is a really, really powerful healing tool in this moment around procrastination. Recognizing that there's nothing wrong with procrastinating, even if the impacts of your procrastination have been adverse, still recognizing that there's nothing innately wrong with that. Instead, just try to listen to the part of yourself that is speaking through this procrastination. Try to hear the part of you that needs that space, that is avoiding that work, and try to listen with compassion as to why that part of the self needs that space, why that part of the self doesn't feel like it can take action at this moment. Instead of trying to fix things, just listen to that part of you. Because there's some wisdom there, there's a lesson, there's something that needs to be heard. And often I think that is what procrastination is, for me at least. It is a moment where my inner self is like, please listen to me. There's something here that I'm struggling with and I just need someone to hold me in this moment and let me know that like, yeah, I know I've got this deadline, but more important than the deadline is that I know I'm cared for and I'm loved unconditionally. So acceptance and unconditional love for the part of the self that needs to procrastinate. And I want to say that when we kind of do that, at least for myself, I've noticed that when I've done that, that part of the self starts to become uh, an ally in this work. It starts to become a force of healing. You know, it tells me, yeah, you know, I'm really not feeling great. This is really hard. Or actually, I feel a little weird about taking on that commitment. Could you please not? Could you say no to this? (laughs) It becomes an ally. It becomes a force of help and constructive energy. I also think that it's important to ask yourself what you are intentionally stepping into rather than what you feel you are obligated to do or that you feel you have to do. This changes everything. This reframe is so key. Words have power. Witchcraft is predominantly focused on intention, right? And how we can use our words, use our intention, use our focus to make very aligned decisions and choices that will resonate with powerful energy for change and transformation in our lives. So it's important to frame 
your work as not something that you are obligated to do necessarily, but in what are you stepping into intentionally? And I'm going to go a step further with this because we get into kind of reinforcing our vision. We get into reinforcing our dreams and the worlds that we are imagining and how we are reconstructing reality to fit our sacred values. So when you start to kind of get into that zone where it's not just about this mundane task, but instead you are taking an intentional step towards your values, the weight is, yes, can be more intense, but it can also be significantly more grounding and more buoying. It can uplift you in a sense, and you can recognize you're not alone in this moment. Your ancestors are helping you step forward. Your guides are helping you step forward. The communities that you care about and you believe in and you want to support are with you in this moment. And so when you take even just a tiny step, a tiny step in the direction of that vision or those values, it is incredibly powerful. It's a spell unto itself. And it begins to re, uh, I guess, repattern the cycle of procrastination because so much of what happens in procrastination is we become disempowered. There's an energy of self-doubt or disbelief in the self or just being kind of separated from our sense of power and agency in a moment. And when you take those steps, any step, no matter how tiny it is, 30 seconds of meditation, you know, three minutes of working on that grant proposal, whatever it is, when you take that tiny step, you begin to have memories that are you doing things or taking action in moments where maybe you didn't feel so great, but you took action anyway. Your brain starts to say, wait, this is the new reality. This is the new possibility. Here's the new spectrum of potential. And procrastination becomes less of a well-worn path. It's almost like you're doing this reparative kind of healing and you start to kind of loosen that pattern around procrastinating and your mind's like, well, actually, maybe I could take this action in this moment. Maybe I could do that, even if it's just a small thing. And you get to learn that and you get to know that and it becomes a more accessible path than just avoidance altogether. So that's something I've noticed on my journey. The last thing I kind of want to leave you with and that I think might be just probably my best piece of advice around magical work (laughs) and creative work in general is to get comfortable with discomfort. I'll probably say this like a thousand times over the course of this podcast. But feelings, no matter how real they are and how much they exist in this moment, they are temporary. But whether or not you are living 
the life that you want to live or living your dreams or making progress on your dreams, that kind of work is etched in our spirit. That is not temporary. That is a really, really big, big promise that you make to yourself. And it's powerful. It echoes for a very long time and it can change everything about how you see yourself. So it's really important to discern the difference between a temporary feeling of discomfort and your actual need to rest or relax. Maybe you have a moment where you're feeling, you know, you're not at ease with a situation and your tendency might be to go and procrastinate. Well, getting comfortable with that feeling of unease, that discomfort, you can kind of sit with it and recognize, well, gee, I have this feeling now, but five weeks from now, am I going to remember that feeling? Am I going to be happier when I'm at the end of my life that I took this action or am I going to be happier that I procrastinated? And that's a really huge thing. Getting really, really honest with yourself and starting to, I guess, tap into that time magic a little bit. Getting close to the truth of the moment. The Ace of Swords, justice. Getting really, really true with where you are in this moment and if those feelings need more care and attention than taking action and moving forward. And sometimes those feelings do. Maybe you're in a place where you really, really just need to be held and you just need to take a break. Totally cool. I'm not saying not to do that. I'm just saying to start to become aware of when those feelings maybe are more temporary and need less energetic care and attention than say taking aligned action or making small progress on a project or something like that because there is a difference and you have to live with that difference it's part of that disempowerment piece if you habitually say okay well these feelings are more important than my dreams or my goals on this or the things that i want to do well that can be tough because then those feelings, that path to those feelings is well-worn and you start to kind of maybe believe that you don't have the power to go and take those steps or you're not building the confidence through action and through lived experience and testing your skills and taking risks. And it's understandable, but at a certain point, you're going to have to ask yourself, are those feelings something you're going to remember at the end of your life? Or are you going to remember the things that you did that you care about and that you want to see in the world? And for myself, that has been a real truth teller and a really important part in the conversation and the work around procrastination and just getting my artwork out into the world. So, I know I threw a lot out there today and yet it's not everything that can be discussed about this topic. And so I'd like to invite you to 
post your experiences with procrastination on this week's Instagram post. I'm going to be posting on my uh, feed (laughs) on Sound Art Magic, and I'm going to be talking about procrastination in this week's episode. And I'd love to hear from you about your experiences with procrastination in the comments. This is an opportunity for us to share more about this topic and to spread this information to a wider audience. Right now, I've given you kind of some very, very beginning ideas about this topic but I am sure there is so much more that we as a community have to share around procrastination. So I'm going to invite you to send, you know, share a little comment or send something and just let me know how you've worked with this topic. And I just also want to say that if you're interested in doing this work, I want to just kind of remind you that much of this that I've been working on has been over the course of years, a decade, decades, and that it's really a process of accepting self and being gentle and recognizing how maybe the dominant over cultures ideas about procrastination are really not helpful and maybe are more prohibitive than actually helping me kind of find sustainability in my work. So be gentle with yourself, be kind, and take it slow and easy if you need to. So thank you for listening to this episode. I'm really excited about the interview that's coming up next week. And it's also Samhain and just a deep time of ancestral remembrance and connection. So I hope you all are feeling connected to your ancestors or finding opportunities to do that work. I also want to invite you all to check out the Patreon page for this podcast. It's www.patreon.com slash soundartmagic. Sound Art Magic is actually my Instagram handle. And on that page, I am sharing a library of meditations that I'm creating and all sorts of kind of information about witchcraft and creativity. And it's really a place where I'm deepening these conversations. And you also can support this work. It's completely sliding scale and it's really going to be an amazing place to share more and more ideas and blog posts and videos and sound bites and all sorts of amazing kind of little nuggets <laughs> here and there. So I hope you'll join me on that page and thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.